Alright, hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Rescue Bots Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm ready to bake some with some Bolsheviks. I'm David. <laughs> oh. I need- oh, I wonder if there's a great Bolshevik bake-off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, there's probably different versions of that. Oh, there's the British one. Is there an American one? Our cat's doing things. Yeah, she knocked the USB cable as exactly as I had been telling her not to do. All right. Oh, no. I am recording again. All right. Okay. Well, welcome to uh, the second episode of the fourth season of Transformers Rescue Bots. Uh, this is Bridge Building. Uh, first aired April 23rd, 2016, and uh, written by Brian Holfeld. Frequent Rescue Bots uh, writer, last uh, seen in these parts, writing, I have heard the robots singing. Ooh. Oh. We are already doing a better job of having a meta plot than our bigger siblings over on Robots in Disguise. <laughs> we are well. indeed. So in the last episode, the, uh, ro- the Rescue Bots revealed to the townsfolk that they are indeed sentient space aliens. Dun dun dun! And now it is time for, of course, the last person who you would want to know about that to uh, report that to the world. In this case, Huxley Prescott, still living in his van, I guess, possibly down by the river. Still in his van. And he is going to send this to the networks. He's he's on the phone with them. It's me, Huxley Prescott. Uh, Yes, the 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 crayfish race guy. (laughs) <laughs> good callback good callback and yes he also says that he's reported on everything from bake-offs to bolsheviks <laughs> yes how long has he been around <laughs> oh no did, did Huxley Prescott report on the red scare is, is <gasps> he also actually mysteriously much older than he has any business being he's not Victorian though hmm is it also possible that, like, they, like, Griffin Rock had, like, an incident, like, in that movie, The Russians Are Coming? Gonna. Where, like, this Russian sub surfaced uh, around there? <laughs> Gonna get some absinthe and pour one out for Dr. Morocco. Oh. Was he chanting Wolverines? Well, maybe. Maybe it was, like, a, uh, a, uh, Red Dawn scenario. <laughs> uh, the original, not the bad remake. Yes. No, where America's attacked by North Korea. what the fuck that's likely I watched one of them and I don't even remember which one (laughs) was the one where everyone was extremely 80s I think it was actually the remake just because it had uh, what's his face in it that one Chris Chris Hemsworth yes Chris Hemsworth yes I'm pretty sure he's in that one then the 81 has like Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey and stuff yes Mm. No, that's, uh, you're, you're thinking of Dirty Dancing. <laughs> uh, so, bef- right moments before Prescott can uh, send this to the world, he's interrupted by notice that there's going to be a town meeting tomorrow. Mm. So maybe so, you know, he, he will wait and report on the town meeting first. Yes. So, meanwhile, the rescue bots have received so many fruit baskets. <laughs> so many fruit baskets. <laughs> so, so Blades many. is thinking that maybe they should let them know that they don't eat. 
that might be wise. Like, they're going to have to donate the fruit baskets to someone. It's not like there's poverty on Griffin Rock. No, I guess they're going to ship them to the mainland? Eh. Or maybe we'll the, maybe the uh, you know the Burnses will just all eat them. What? Still, mm, I don't know if that's a lot of food is going to go to waste. I don't know if that's got enough meat for Cade. <laughs> I'm sure Danny. Or they're going to have to make a lot of. They're going to make a lot of fruit cakes to cover that. Like, Danny oh, and Graham will uh, eat them. Yeah. Probably Cody. He eats his veggies. Mm. Anyway, Heatwave's still a little apprehensive about this whole thing, and. It turns out maybe he was right to be because Mayor Lusky has just decided, you know, he's very excited about getting all sorts of robot tourism. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. You know, we'll, I mean, that we'll, makes uh, sense, but also does not make any sense in, in the long run. No. Uh, at some point, he's re- they've really got to tell this him about, you know, Decepticons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're going to have, like... Animal people just coming to the island to attack them, or animal oh, man. robot people. These random like shark robots, and I mean that's better than like mech. You oh, don't God. want mech all, showing up. All the lobster and crab mechs just show up. Yes, <laughs> for the next crab fest <laughs> or flopster fest. Just bisque. Yeah. And uh, whoever that second one was. Oh, the blue one. What was the blue one's name? Uh, Thermidor. Ah, yes, yeah. Thermidor. And then uh, Claw Trap, the other crab guy. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, Crustaceon, who's like a shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> also, of course, Clampdown. Well, yes. Yes. And I don't know, maybe, uh, you know, you get some other shellfish in there. You can get uh, Octopunch. Yes. Mm. Not sure if they grow in the northern uh, waters. So, so uh, Mayor Huxley's on one side, and another side represented by Milo, who has just decided that uh, they're aliens and they're bad. So I'm just going to retreat to my doomsday bunker. Oh, Milo yes, has such YouTuber lunatic. energy. I oh, do no. not care for it. Kinda. Well, I'd, I'd say more Twitch streamer, but yeah. He is very much a doomsday prepper. Yeah. 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 Yep, he's going to retreat to his bunker. But his character design sort of screams like 90s hipster. Yeah, no. I don't know, it just kind of reminds me of that, like, that YouTuber guy who, like, got in trouble for going to the Japanese suicide forest. Oh, oh yeah, that fucker. Uh, Is that guy a professional wrestler now? I think so. I don't know. I actually would kind of like him to be a wrestler because then I could watch him get his ass kicked. And that would be satisfying. I mean, that would be nice. I don't know. I don't keep up. But yeah, his his attire does generally make me think that uh, perhaps he is uh, he is about to hang out uh, outside the quick stop with Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, why do I have so- a note that like Blades is holding an Aliens Anonymous meeting? He did something at this, but oh, well, be, yeah, because he's like, like Blades has a whole speech prepared, but uh, they decide to let Heatwave speak instead. Aww, but Blades is so friendly. Heatwave yeah. doesn't want to talk to people. <laughs> he's such a good boy. Uh, oh, right, because he says something like, "Hi, my name's Blades. I'm an alien." <laughs> yes. Hi, Blades, or some sort of thing. 
when everyone does say hi to him. It's it's very stereotypical. It's very cute. Uh, yeah. But, you know, Mrs. Niederlander, she demands a vote. Yes. Should be a democracy. She's, uh, she's surprisingly strongly pro-robot here. Yeah. I mean, she's the one who figured out they were aliens, apparently. Yeah, she's figured out a while. Well, and she does know something about keeping a secret for years. Yes. Because, as you will recall, she was secretly the writer of Midwinter. Yes. And still is, possibly. She had the bet with, with Huxley. No, the, the family took it over. <laughs> That's right. But yes, despite being an old person, she is pro-robot. Hmm. <laughs> well, she's pro-secrets. <laughs> Me too, buddy. Me too. And more than anyone else on the islands, she knows how much good the robots have done saving our cat every week from himself. Yes. And various other horrors. And and meanwhile, so they head back to the base, and uh, Blades has decided he's going to start his own fan club, and he starts autographing a bunch of pictures of himself. Yes, he thinks that they should all start fan clubs and see who gets the most members. And, and, you know, we never know who uh, who will have the most members. <laughs> It'll be me. Also, at the meeting, Boulder was... I don't know. He's got a human girlfriend, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he was flirting with, like, a gardener. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I mean, of the rescue bots most likely to have a human love interest, I do somehow think it's him. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, personality-wise, yes. But if we're following G1 rules, it has to be Heatwave. He's the red one. <laughs> oh, I, that, that can't end I was going to say it's whoever's the biggest loser, but that's fair. <laughs> well, then it's probably Blades. Oh <laughs> yeah. And if you include the comics, that doesn't only have red ones, but it does only have losers. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cool gets to have a human girlfriend. <laughs> what about Ironhide? So, oh no, wait. He doesn't have a human no, girlfriend. He a, yeah, he had a robot girlfriend. I don't think it was. That's different. I mean, Power Glide wasn't really a loser. He was like the only Autobot who was Yeah, flying. but. Other than Jetfire and all the aerial bots who showed up shortly afterwards. Yeah, that's true. They, were, they really blew up a spot. Yeah. yeah. But none of them sounded like Jackie Gleason. <laughs> that is true. No, two of them just sounded like Rob Paulson. Well, this is true. Anyway, so uh, so Heatwave, you know, he's just mad because he's lost his alone time. Now everybody wants him to be, you know, they they want to know all about him, and he does not like that at all because he's basically Wolverine. Yes. <laughs> and meanwhile, we uh, Boulder, Doc Green, and Graham are working on the ground bridge, and I note here that the soundtrack turns very Stargate. Oh, I did oh. not notice that because no, I, I don't know that much about Stargate music. I guess I didn't remember, but visually we get a lot of Stargate. Yes. Something, something, Chevrons. Yeah. Something, MacGyver. <laughs> Chevron one encoded, MacGyver, yes. And or Kurt Russell. Yes. Yeah, MacGyver's better. 
I agree to disagree. This show was really fun. Yeah, but Kurt Russell. I, I mean, as... Kurt Russell, though. If we're going purely on the actor, yes. But I'm going on the character. And also that movie is James Spader. It does. I saw that movie in the theater. Ooh. Very cool. Different everyone? Like, I mean, it was big. It wasn't that big. I mean, it wasn't big enough that you'd expect it to produce, like, three television shows that lasted about a dozen years apiece. Yeah, you really wouldn't. Okay, admittedly, that was pretty chocolate. But it's a good setup, unlike Independence Day. It's hard to do redo Independence Day as a series. Why, not on a TV budget, that's for sure. <laughs> no. Anyway, so uh, so yeah, we're, we're stargating, and we uh, we radio into the mainland, and that's uh, we're checking in on our old pal Salvage and Blur. Yay! <laughs> Happy to see the boys. Oh. Salvage, still the level-headed one. Mm. Heat wave, not happy to see Blur. Well, no, nobody is happy to see Blur. <laughs> Poor guy. Salvage is happy to see somebody who might save him from talking to Blur all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and Heat Wave's all, well, you know, the, the grandpa is kind of a low priority. You know, do we really have to do this? But then the chief comes in and says, like, hey, maybe we should uh, prepare for that vote tomorrow. And he's like, oh, uh, maybe we this heat, this Ground Bridge is a high priority, and we should uh, we should work on it immediately instead of doing other things. Doing what the other things that I do not want to do right now. That's right. Good job. So they they fire this thing up. They they test it. Blur just immediately goes through it way too fast and almost runs over Cody and Frankie. Absolute top speed through a portal that he does not know what is on the other side. So, good job, Blur. Lucky you didn't get yourself and possibly others killed. So, the two of them decide, you know, we're gonna go through on foot this time, but, you know, we want to see what a space bridge is like. We're not, af- you know, we're not afraid of it, like uh, like Reginald Barclay or anything. <laughs> so, we're just gonna go through. They they get there, and they find that, indeed, that hangar that, where they all scan their vehicle modes is still just a hangar. At least it appears to be. But it turns out all the cool stuff is underground. Well, yes, as we learned between seasons, Transformers can just build an entire complex underground, under your backyard, without anyone noticing. <laughs> yep. As, as we learned from Transformers Go. Yes. Also, they have no uh, qualms about doing this with no consent and no proper, <laughs> like, permitting. Well, zoning, no regard for human permitting laws. Human zoning rights only extend above the ground level, I guess? Wait, no. I'm going to say that's probably not true. No, that's definitely not true. <laughs> Optimus, did, did you pay for this property? Are, is this zoned for that construction? Have you considered uh, contacted the city council? No, they do not have these things. I assume this is a government thing still. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fowler, more paperwork. Yeah, no. I guess Agent Fowler has probably continued to do some hand-waving. I like how any time there's any kind of questionable stuff like that, we're just like, Agent Fowler. Yes. Whenever you see something like that, a wizard and or Agent Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
oh man, I'd love for the rescue bots to encounter a wizard. <laughs> that would be cool. Well, they encountered a magician. Yeah. I, they did? Wait. Yeah, um, uh, Doc Green's sister, who was, oh. uh, what's her name? Oh, right, yeah. Cree Summer, right. Cree Summer. Who was a magician. I forgot about that. Yes. And the episode was maddeningly entitled More Than Meets the Eye. Yes. It, yeah, it wasn't a good title. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess they have encountered a wizard, basically. Effectively. So they, they come back, except they don't come back. Mm. You know, they, they radio into uh, salvage. They're like, uh, have they come back through yet? Uh, they did already? Oh. Oh. Ooh. Oh, I've, I've seen Star Trek the motion picture. This isn't good. <laughs> what came back wasn't Cybertronian. What came back didn't live long. <laughs> oh no! Are that oh, we're getting no. like a Tuvix situation, or mm. possibly a uh, possibly a Thomas Riker situation? None of these are good situations. These are all very <sighs> well, bad situations. Yeah, probably Thomas. It was something. Well, because we've already done a brain swap episode, and that wasn't transporter related. Mm. Uh, we could also get a rascal situation where everybody's turned into children. Oh no! Oh or, no! Uh, some sort of size changing incident. Sure, sure. You get like a Spock too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or of course, the next phase situation where everybody's like invisible, where they're like invisible and immaterial. <laughs> oh yeah, out of phase. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Good. Well, get to go to your own funeral because everyone thinks you're dead. Prime and robots in disguise did that, but still, that's always fun. Or of course, um, mirror universe. I feel like this happened too much. I guess we've already done all evil alternate universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but they keep using those things. Yeah. Yeah, you would think They're that, very convenient. Yeah, they're extremely convenient. Like how people keep dying in car accidents, but everybody's still driving cars. People keep well, having yeah. horrible transporter accidents, but everybody's still using transporters. If, if the rate is really low, like it's plane accident low. It's like, eh, it's not that high at all. It's fine. I don't know if it is. I don't know. Usually they do get fixed up by the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, usually. You know. you know, you get D2 Vixed or whatever. Except for those poor bastards from the motion picture. Those guys, they just scrape them off the deck with a spatula. <laughs> you only get that kind of uh, that kind of death in the movies. What? That's right. So it's only going to happen every couple of years. Yeah. Are there patterns? And less than that. Are there patterns not still in the buffer? Can't we do it again? <laughs> I we didn't have that technology back. Uh, that that, that should all, be... all our consoles still had like physical buttons. I don't know what to tell you. Very basic. <laughs> what did, like hit hit re recopy reprint? It's a printer. Add more toner. I do love some physical <laughs> buttons. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, so they fi- do finally hear from them, and they are in the Sahara. Oh. Which uh, you can tell because the, uh, or sorry, the, or is it the Sahara? Yes. Or? Yes. yes, it, it is. is. In fact, it is the, Sahara. the Sahara Desert, the Desert Desert. You know. Yes. Although, of course, you, you could be a, a mistake, you could be uh, forgiven for mistaking that it was somewhere else, because just as it, uh, they were doing the Stargate theme earlier, this is clearly the Lawrence of Arabia theme. I was kind oh, of hoping no. they would end up in Bumblebee's ghost town, but no, it was, uh, 
It was not Western <laughs> music. It was Lawrence of Arabia music. Yes. And unfortunately, they are in the middle of a sandstorm. <laughs> in which case, the uh, the soundtrack probably should have shifted to... Yeah, it really should. I'm sorry, this uh, this uh, podcast has been hit with a copyright claim by, by Darude. <laughs> oh yeah, you'd almost expect that song to pop up more often, but it really doesn't. It's kind of a gag now, I think. I guess. It was a really catchy like tune. It's hard to call it a song. Uh, anyway, so they're uh, you know they're running out of water. They get through the sandstorm, but then they spot an oasis. And strangely enough, a there's a weird car there for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, that was bizarre. It was bizarre that nothing came of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I expected like that would be the end of the episode. Like it would cut away to there's a car in the desert, or somebody else would come through the portal. But that doesn't come back, and that's. Strange. I guess it was Mirage. Well, let's just say this. We're doing some more long-term planning here. Was it Mirage? Or I hope it was Mirage. Uh, all I will say is, uh, oh, spo- that's uh, that's spoiler, sweetheart. <laughs> hmm. Because, you know, it's Mirage. Also, they hear a terrible noise. No, it is, in fact, it is, in fact, a clue from next oh. week. Before next week. Okay. We may be meeting a new character. Is it Mirage? Maybe maybe from a popular science fiction franchise. Ooh. Should be Mirage, though. A DeLorean? What? Well, I mean, the, the, yeah, the voice actor is from that, not the oh. character. Gigawatt is not showing up. Oh. Oh, that would be no. fun, though. Did we get to the them hearing a terrible noise? Yes, they hear a terrible noise, which Frankie immediately assumes is a sand monster. I thought she said sea monster. Uh, a sand monster. No, sand monster. I could have sworn she said sea monster. Which well, why would there be a sea monster? I know, in which is what Obviously confused me. Monster. I guess I wasn't really paying. I do like that they. I mean, look, she's concerned because uh, they d- they didn't walk without rhythm, <laughs> so now they've attracted the worm. I do appreciate that they they point out that they they don't have uh, sand monsters on our. They there aren't sand monsters, at least not on this planet. On Arrakis, <laughs> though, totally different matter. Oh sure. Oh, sure. Dune, desert planet, tons of sand monsters. <laughs> so many sand monsters. This planet, you're safe. No sand monsters. I don't know. What about that Mongolian sandworm monster? I think that's also not a real thing. <laughs> I know it's not real, but <laughs> cryptids, cryptids are funny. They are fun. <laughs> no, they do find what could be considered a sand monster. A camel. It is. It- yeah, it's a camel, and it's mad at them, so it just kind of makes a weird camel noise at them and startles them enough that they fall into a big sand pit. <laughs> hey, some hmm. livestock animals can make really crazy sounds sometimes, like goats. <laughs> oh, like those weird screaming Taylor Swift goats? Yes. <laughs> but also like this camel. So now they are stuck down in the sand. No one is a jeep. Hmm. No, but good news, somebody... Oh, but you can't... Can't you? Maybe if you're a boat. Yeah, this is some Tears of the Kingdom shit, man. I mean, (laughs) technically he doesn't actually drive up it, he's winched up it. It, It's... 
an inventive rescue bot solution to a weird problem. There's some sand sled activity going on in uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Ah. So so basically, they have to get back to where they got in, but they have since moved there, and they have to get to the sand pit in order to do so, but they can't because they're in the sand pit. So the answer, boat. Sand boat. Time to be a sand boat. Tears of the Kingdom logic. (laughs) Be a sand boat. I have to beat the other one first. So they get in, and all is well until it turns out... That they now have to rescue that crazy conspiracy theory guy because his uh, his doom bunker has been buried in a in an avalanche. <laughs> what well, landslide? Uh, it's mud. Yes. Yeah. After Jerry came to deliver a year's supply of peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter's right, good sir. stuff. That's that's good survival food. Our reg- regular heavy d- truck delivery guy is back. Yes. Yes. And somehow not with a truck full of poison this time. <laughs> Yeah, lucky him. Uh, my only question: smooth or chunky? Oh, maybe it's maybe it's poisoned peanut butter. Um, I bet he likes chunky. I ugh. like chunky, which is surprising because I'm usually not like a, I, a textured food person. But I no. bet this guy. I like chunky. I bet this guy is someone who likes chunky as like a point of masculinity. I do. Uh, well, ge- I don't really like peanut butter that much. It's generally okay. My problem with Chunky what? is the chunks always seem too big. Like if it was I mean, more yeah. granular? No, you gotta have a good crunch to oh, it. Oh, no, that's just gritty. No, 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 no. I, I want... Gotta have a good if, crunch. If there was a middle ground between the two, I would probably prefer that. Like, small grit. Small chunks. <laughs> yeah. Now, my... Now, my, my thought is that maybe it's not either of those. It's like that sort of organic peanut butter where it doesn't have the emulsifiers in it and you've got to friggin' churn it. Well, you can like, have like that comes, the Amish churning butter for half that an hour. Comes, that comes in chunky. I know, because I've bought it in chunky before. I Oh, that reminds oh me. I think that, I have... That stuff is the worst. I think I have some no, hazelnut it's great. Stu- chocolate stuff It doesn't that's have like any that emulsifiers that in it. That I haven't stirred in a while. I know. Give me emulsifiers. I need to go <laughs> stir my Th- This stuff. is 1873. I don't want to... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to have to process my uh, my peanut butter before I eat it. I want a sandwich now. Wait, okay, question, because we're, we're being um, bad ta- hot takes right now. Um, Reese's Pieces, or Reese's Cups. Delicious. Depends on what I am doing. Do I have time to deal with melty chocolate? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm at a movie, it's definitely the pieces. If I'm just having, like, picking up a quick snack, it is definitely the cups. All Reese's are valid. Yes. I will eat candy corn long before I'll have Reese's, pe- Reese's cups. I You are hate, a madman. I hate chocolate and peanut butter. There are two things that should not go together. What? That is, wow. What? They're two great tastes. No. That go great together. Chocolate that is, is well. That's my problem. I don't think I like peanut butter. I like peanut butter on crackers. That's about it. That is a wild take. I I hate Reese's so much. Wow, wow. Like the, don't let Will Arnett know. Like if I would get them for <laughs> Halloween, I would eat the chocolate around the peanut butter and throw that out. <sighs> Madness. You are a deranged person. <laughs> yeah. Or or as best I could. Usually I would just eat around the edge. Because that's about all you're going to get. No, I just... I, no. 
I, I don't like candy corn, but I will eat candy corn. I won't eat Reese's. Anyway. Oh, I love candy corn. Oh, no, the, hot take for the episode. No, I mean, the worst can- yeah, the worst Halloween candy is clearly those like little, little, those molasses kisses. Molasses. Yeah, those. I don't those think I've ever great. had those. Maybe they're a Canadian thing. Oh, oh I'm familiar with good. them. Okay. I mean, there might be worse things like um the the little chalky wafer things are not great. Uh, yeah. What are the Brocks or something? Necco wafers. I think those are. I don't think we have those in Canada. I uh, I don't like malt balls. Never like those. I eh, can go for those at a movie. Okay. Yeah. Look at those at a movie sometimes. Uh, I the mean, why don't texture I, I, is weird. I'd, I'd rather just have like glossettes, like uh, some chocolate covered raisins. Oh, raisins. Yeah, that'd be okay. I like junior mints, but yeah, I have sure. for a movie, but I have to be careful because if I like eat them wrong, I'll start coughing. And mm. if I'm in a movie Ooh. theater, it's not great to start coughing in this decade. But, yeah. Well, I have to be careful uh, when it. Uh, eating junior mints because once I drop them into a guy who's being operated on. <laughs> uh, no, my theater, movie theater candy was uh, snow caps or just a full candy bar. Ooh, just give me a Three Musketeers. Yeah, or something. I haven't got that, uh, that like uh, Hershey cookies and cream bar. Love hmm. that. Those are good. Those are good. Big, I'm a big white chocolate. Uh, I gotta make plans for the Marvels this weekend. Making me hungry. I got. We gotta yeah. decide what movie we're doing this month or whatever. Or cartoon. Yes. Anyway, right. so, so there's an episode. Anyway, so so they they do indeed pull this guy out of his uh, out of his doom bunker here. Hmm. Oh yeah, and also when they get back from the uh, from the Sahara, they take this camel with them accidentally. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then well, they they say they're going to donate it to the local zoo. That's good. Mm. I don't know if it's going to do well in Maine weather, but sure. Anyway, at the at the bunker, uh, I think it's Heatwave. It says their mission is to serve and protect humans, even if they don't like it. So this dude's getting rescued by some robots, whether he trusts them or not. Mm-hmm. Too bad. And and now and uh, Heatwave has now realized he can be as sarcastic as uh, Cave can <laughs> yes. Yes. when rescuing people. He can actually tell them how he feels now. <laughs> So you know we're 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 having a fair here. Blades is really trying to get people for his fan club. Nobody's interested. Yeah. Oh, poor sad Blades. How about some free helicopter rides? Everybody wants free helicopter rides. Heatwave is very popular because, despite his personality, he is still a fire truck, and yeah, kids love trucks. to touch yes. a truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves touching that truck. You would think Bold would be popular. Not sure about Chase because A Cab. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, kids. He's talking about laws from other planets and how they're similar to Earth or some nonsense. Yes, he and is. somehow has a crowd. <laughs> I mean, Not a big crowd, but there's a crowd. Interested in hearing about alien stuff. Anyway, so oh, oh, it's now time for oh. Boulder. No, 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 no. We we can't skip over. Or no, that's at the end. Never mind. Isn't it? <laughs> Boulder's painting. What's Boulder doing again? The painting, the flopster. Oh yes, yes. Flopsters. Oh yeah, that, that yeah, that's before the vote. Okay, my chronology was going yes. off. Always love a good callback to flopsters. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the, the flopster was wearing a little uh, lo- sweater. <laughs> so cute. And so, but before this vote, Mrs. Neilerana gets up and gives like a stirring Mister Smith goes to Washington speech about the rescue <laughs> bots. Yes, and democracy. Yes. And stuff. 
And so ultimately, the vote is unanimous, even though they really have to prompt Milo to do it. Like, like, come on, man. They just, like, you'd, you'd be dead in a hole if they weren't for these robots. Huxley's <laughs> Huxley's more reluctant. Says goodbye, network news. But Petty Paws forces him to vote. Yes. You will vote. Oh, yes. Yeah, she says that if you don't vote for the rest of us, her cat is going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, okay, old lady. The Petty Paws is up for it. He's hissing. He is. He's ready. Oh, yeah. This cat is ready to rumble. He is going to put up a fight. <laughs> and yeah, then, then the mayor goes along with, well, you know, the, the people have spoken. So we're we're going to keep the rescue bots a secret. And we're also not going to kick them off the island or anything. Yay! <laughs> they say they will still continue to do their jobs, but you can interact with them on a personal level. Heatwave says not too personal. Hmm. Don't get too friendly. So we are, uh, yeah, so the rescue bots are meeting and greeting everybody, and Blades has decided to give everybody signed pictures of himself. <laughs> also, I like that his, his wrist hurts because he kept signing them all uh, from Bla- or, uh, from your favorite copter bot. <laughs> yeah, it's a long thing. Uh, there, there's a whole thing. Yeah. Yes, just writing an entire sentence on everyone. Uh, and that is bridge building, huh. it, which surprisingly involves no bridges. I well, mean, I guess the ground bridge, but yeah, the ground bridge. they're trying to build yeah. the ground bridge. They're literally building a bridge. It's not like a regular, and you know, building emotional bridges with yes. the uh, with the community. That's important. Well, back back in my day, ground ground bridges and space bridges were shaped like actual bridges. This is true. Well, only in the car, only in the comics. Though. In the comics, yes, I know. The cartoon it kind of looked like a Dixie cup. <laughs> well, the, the cartoon was sort of just this flat ring thing. It was a big skinny donut. It was good though. It was good. Uh, and my throat is dry. So yeah, the, right. so, the diversion. Yeah, this, was, this was an enjoyable one. The diversion <laughs> into the desert was a little random, but otherwise, yeah. it's good to see Blur annoying everybody again, having no regard for safety of himself or anyone around him. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if we follow up on Boulder having a human girlfriend. <laughs> I'm curious about the Mirage that's clearly a robot. It should be Mirage. Ah. It better be named Mirage. Spoilers, it is not Mirage. Damn it. Alas. But it does give us a rescue bot of a kind we have never seen. Ooh. Uh, A lady bot? No spoilers, (gasps) sweetheart, sweetie. Oh. Oh, this is just like, we've already had animals and all kinds of vehicles. And I was like, what's left? A Decepticon? <laughs> He's going to rescue you from being alive. Yes. I mean, actually, okay, actually, that would be cool if they just adopt a Decepticon. Blur did uh, mention... Spoilers, that's kind of coming up in Rescue Bots Academy. Oh, no. I know. We'll get to that in, like, five years. Blur did <laughs> yes. mention wanting to uh, put a race course in the new Academy, and that just reminded me of their weird backyard... Loop de loop. Oh right! Track. Yeah, they already got one. Just just take the the Stargate over to Griffin Rock for the loop de loops. He wants one at the Academy. Mm. 
But yeah, yeah. otherwise fun episode for Huxley. He thought he had yes. the story of the century. Maybe someday, yeah. buddy. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Someday it'll accidentally get leaked and it'll be a funny future episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unlikely, but it would be not surprising. All right. So I believe that now brings us to David's Tokusetsu Corner. Yes, this week on one, two, three, four, five, five man. Scary date! Is it with? Oh, a, sounds like most of my dates. Is it with a date with a demon sword? Yeah, I had one of those. No, it's not a demon sword, sadly. Okay. It, it it is in fact a scary date where a pink is out shopping with yellow, the two girls of the team, and she gets a love letter from a handsome guy that's just walking through. What the heck? But and there's like fifties rockabilly music playing in the background. Sure. Maybe it's uh, 80s rockabilly music, because it's in the 80s, but it was very much a throwback music that kept coming up throughout the episode. It was odd. But but it turns out that the, the handsome guy that gave her a love letter and invited her to her date, her to a date, which ends up being a lot of the episode, it is a half-chameleon, half-lemur playboy monster who, who's there with Doldora and her sidekick Zaza, who are in, like, Office lady business suits, kind of. Well, they're sort of dressy. I don't know. There is humans as opposed to heavily armored alien warriors. So is he attractive? Uh, the guy, when he's not a chameleon lemur monster, yeah, he's reasonably okay. attractive, yes. He's capable of presenting himself as an attractive human male. <laughs> yes. Okay. So they end up going on a date, which is horseback riding, yachting, scuba diving, all kinds of fun stuff. But in the process, this guy is also asking her weird questions like, oh, wh what is your older brother afraid of? What is, what, <laughs> what is your mother's maiden name? <laughs> yes, weird, bizarre questions, which, like, he's trying to figure out things that the rangers are afraid of to attack them with, with their own fears. But it's like these odd questions like, yes, what is your mother's maiden name? What, are the, what is the security number on your credit card or some nonsense? <laughs> it's like, these are not first date questions. What the hell? What was the name of the town where you were born? Yeah. Anyway, it turns out she answers honestly, at least about what Red. Red is afraid of ghosts. Oh. The leader of the Rangers is afraid of ghosts. <laughs> and And... On the second date, she ends up lying that, oh, I'm afraid of chameleons, because she sort of placed it together because there was a fight against the monster in the middle of the episode. And, and well, the chame a chameleon, it has one eye that rows back and forth. Well, because it's half chameleon, half lemur thing, some kind of monkey. Mm -hmm. and, and then the actor guy actually does a weird thing with his eye, and she's like, wait a minute. Oh no, am I dating a monster of the week? Shit. <laughs> Oops. But oh, she gets kidnapped at some point after they, yeah, before they unleash four ghost monsters, which somehow they have, but it's just, they painted five of the old monster of the week suits white, so now they're ghosts. <laughs> Sure. Why not? And they're fighting the Rangers while Pink has been kidnapped, but she unkidnaps herself to come to the battle. Spooky. Because she steals a gun from the bad guys. 
So she arrives at the fight against the ghost and, and the monster of the week chameleon thingy. And they're all subtitle fun, or, or the closed caption subtitles fun. Spooky growling from a werewolf looking monster. Spooky snorting from a pig monster. Okay. <laughs> Spooky. Yes. So it's like Pink was betrayed by a bad date and, and the, the usual stuff. They they throw their five ball at the monster. It blows up. It turns into a giant monster. Yay, we get a giant monster fight. And, and it dies really quickly as a giant. But Those are important. It's a normal kind of basic episode. Like last week was fun with the sword nonsense and... and just like the monster of the week was kind of a small boy wielding a sword <laughs> for most of it. Th- this week is like, eh, okay, chameleon monster, fake day. That's fun. But demon swords, they're the best. I know the demons. It, it's hard to top the demon sword from last week. Although, well, there have been better episodes, but, but demon sword was good. And I think I hear a purring cat. <laughs> yeah, Benjamin sleeping on my lap and purring very oh, okay. like my microphone's still a good foot from him, and he's just like oh, so happy and loud. Oh, so sleepy. He's <laughs> just sleeping on my lap. Yeah, I should go pet Felix after this. He needs a purr. Needs attention. Hmm. All right. Well, that is it for us for this week. We'll be back next week with more Rescue Bots. Until then, you can find us all over the internet. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We are on Mastodon. And we have a Patreon. Yes, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. Patreon.com slash iaconunderground. Every month we do something super fun for a special episode. Uh, for October, because it's spooky season, uh, we decided to get extreme with the extreme Ghostbusters uh, and their run-in with the Jersey Devil. Uh, for November, we have not decided as of this recording what we're going to do. Maybe it'll be something to tie in with the Marvels. Maybe it'll be something else. It's going to be fun. Mm. Whatever it is, it's going to be super fun. As little as a dollar a month to listen in on that episodes, and that gets you the whole back catalog of them, which also includes a bunch of extra fun stuff. Hmm. And sometimes I have a large cat purring on my lap. Oh, and it, did we mention the Discord? We have Discord. Yes, we have a Discord. Uh, if you go, I think I've got a link to it on iaconunderground.net, uh, but there no. is also, if you go to. Uh, Iacon Underground at Retro.Pizza on Mastodon. Uh, I believe oh, I, right. I I've got a link have. to it uh, pinned, and if I don't, I will do that in the next day or two. Listen to this. <laughs> oh, he's waking up. He's like, why is the microphone on my face? What is going on? Oh, and uh, Fridays on Discord, we usually watch Tokusatsu. Currently, we're in Gokaiger, and uh, oh, I think we've started, um, what you call it, Guyford now? Mm hmm. Uh, Saturdays, we watch Farscape or something. Sundays, anime sometimes, although I've been considering watching um, the Headmaster's dub on Sundays. Yes, you should do that. At some point in the near future. Oh, man. So bad. So amazing. I've only ever seen bits of it. I 
I forget if I've seen a whole episode. Oh, no, I've seen, like, two whole episodes. Because we did one for the podcast, and I think I saw one more. Yes, we did the evil meteor, and then you should at least see Life Can Be Sacrificed for Peace on Earth. That might have been the one I've seen. (laughs) Chrome Dome, I'm gonna send you to hell. (laughs) Not likely. (laughs) So amazing. It's so amazing. Anyway. All right. And so that does it for us for this week. We'll be back next week uh, with the mis- with the answer to the mystery of who is that mystery car. <gasps> so dun, dun, dun. So get ready for arrivals, but do not expect Amy Adams. And until then. Okay. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm expecting Car Ranger. I'm David. Okay. Are we actually recording? Do not disconnect things, Kitty. I was going to say... Hopefully. I am recording. I just didn't know if we had Rob. Okay. Hey, Rob's here. Okay. He's just quiet. Maddie, do not do this. Do <sighs> not rub up against the the, the thing. <sighs> yeah, I don't even know of a oh, good way keep- to oh. keep them from pushing the <laughs> USB cable. Anyway, here's some good outtakes for you. I'm ready. <laughs> and recording. <laughs>